Welcome to Novell Sales Talk. I'm your host, Aaron Quill. And I'm Ron Terry. And today in the studio, we have Jason D. Jason, good afternoon. Thanks, guys. How are you guys doing? It's a beautiful day in Provo today. Why, yes, it is. <laughs> Jason, what do you do for us? Uh, I do many things, but according to my business cards, I manage product marketing for the plate spin product line here. And when you say the plate spin products, what does that include? Uh, so the plate spin products that I focus on are plate spin migrate, plate spin protect, and plate spin forge. Excellent. Now, back up for a second and just give me an overview. What does plate spin migrate do? Sure. Plate spin migrate, actually, I guess as the name might imply, migrates server workloads. Uh, so what that means is it's a product that allows our customers to take their server workloads, that would be an operating system, application, and potentially data that would be residing on a computer somewhere or a server somewhere, and take that existing or entire software stack and migrate it or move it from one place to another. So that could be moving it from an existing physical server into a net new virtual machine environment, uh, or even moving it from uh, an older physical server into a, a new physical server. When you say move, you're not just talking about copying the data. We do a lot more with that, right? That's correct. So we're not just moving all of the data, streaming the bits and bytes, if it were, from one place to another. More than that, we're also underneath the covers doing many reconfiguration tasks so that once that software stack lands on the new location, it actually continues to work as if nothing's changed. Uh, so that would include operating system configuration changes, driver configuration changes, etc., so that that workload is optimized to run in that new environment. So does that mean I can take a server that's running on like a Dell box and migrate it over to something with IBM that is completely different hardware, different management system and everything? That's correct. So we would take uh, all of the personalization that's been done to that workload because it's running on that Dell box and actually reconfigure it or change it appropriately so that it would now run in that IBM box. And that would be the same scenario if you're moving it to an HP box or to a VMware virtual environment or even uh, something like a Microsoft virtual environment. So for customers, this would be great for customers that are like coming up and they're getting ready to do a server swap out because they're like at the end of a lease or something or they've got any reason for new hardware coming in, right? That's correct. Our typical customers are using the product for some type of scenario where their infrastructure is changing. It could be something as simple as perhaps a, a lease running out and having to bring in some uh, net new leased hardware and just kind of doing a, a server refresh, if you will, or perhaps something more significant like a, a consolidation or, or data center relocation where they're actually strategically changing the infrastructure they run on, changing it to something like virtualization or even changing the geography to a cheaper or more efficient location. So is it one of our big advantages that we're able to not only just go physical to virtual or physical to physical, but we can even go back from virtual back to physical? We have such flexibility of, of how we can move things. Yeah, that's correct. So our tagline, if you will, is our ability to move anywhere to anywhere. So our belief and sort of my experience in the real world shows me that customers are often running very mixed data centers. So they're running different types of platforms, whether you're talking about hardware, whether you're talking about physical as well as virtual. And really, at the end of the day, to be able to maximize all of those infrastructure investments, you really need the flexibility to take your software workloads or your server workloads and be able to stream them to wherever appropriate. And again, you know, from a project standpoint, that could be uh, something like a lease upgrade or even something uh, like a, a virtual consolidation, virtualizing a bunch of physical servers into more efficient virtual machines. And if the need be, if you need an insurance policy, if you will, and perhaps some of those workloads aren't running appropriately or effectively in a virtual environment, as you said, Ron, we can actually stream the opposite way from virtual back out to physical, again, anywhere to anywhere. That's also great when you're dealing with some support issues where you've taken an application and a server and you've migrated into the virtual world, and then you're getting some flack from the actual manufacturer of that software that's saying, well, we haven't tested it on virtualization, we're not sure, 
that that might be causing the problem. And it's great to just be able to grab a copy of that server and move it back to hardware for testing purposes. In fact, testing is a whole nother array of things we can do with this product, right? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, to your point, when it comes to support or trust of new infrastructure and new technologies like virtualization, you're right. The ability to migrate out of virtualization can help when it comes to certain application support issues that may come up from those vendors and also even internally. As an infrastructure owner, you understand the value of virtualization, but sometimes the owners of the applications themselves may not have the same level of trust that you do. So having that flexibility to move out of virtualization is really beneficial. From a testing standpoint, again, the ability to migrate workloads anywhere and specifically being able to create virtual workloads very quickly and easily is a good way to potentially test out new applications that you're working on, perhaps test out new patches and whatnot testing and and development was one of the early adopter use cases for virtualization. And then built into our migration process itself is a test capability. Uh, So within uh, our workflow, if you will, of how we migrate server workloads, we actually give you the opportunity or the option to pause halfway through the migration process, if you will, to actually test out the new workload to ensure that it's working correctly before you cut over and, and begin running it as your production workload. In fact, that's one of the key things that really makes a migration different when you're using Platespin Migrate, which is exactly what you're talking about. Normally, a migration is something that's going to have to happen over a weekend, right? That's correct. The way that we've built Platespin Migrate, we really think of migration as a much more strategic task versus something that you simply set and forget and kind of cross your fingers and hope that it works. Built into the product are, are some unique capabilities, specifically around testing, to be able to give users the capability to, or the power, if you will, to really uh, have control at each step of the process and perform validation testing, if you will, before actually uh, having to cut over and uh, move your production environment over to the new workloads. And that's what I love. I mean, normally you do a conversion on the weekend and then you'd wait until Monday morning to have all the users come in and really see if the system works, where with something like Platespin Migrate, we can do that initial copy over the weekend or in the evening unattended or even live with people on the system. But then Monday we can have the old server running and the brand new server up in testing, and we can let real people log into the new server and do real testing with their applications. Yeah, that's correct. And from a a user perspective, you know, as you said, Aaron, that's really the scenario we're talking about, giving users the confidence that the new workload will work effectively and as expected before cutting over. And then from a project standpoint, if you're looking at a more significant project, one of those strategic projects that I mentioned where you're perhaps migrating an entire data center to a more efficient site or just uh, migrating at large scale physical servers into virtual machines, that capability to be able to have staged migrations with testing built in actually gives you the opportunity to have a much more successful project and a much more strategic deployment of that infrastructure project as well. So I want you to clarify one thing for me. So if I do that migration over the weekend and we've got the old production server still up, that's the one everybody's using in production, I bring up this new server. It's an exact copy of the old server with the drivers that you swapped out and everything. I let my users log in, test the new server. They say everything is fine. You know, maybe it's Wednesday or Thursday before they've tested everything. But for those first three or four days of the week, we've had people working on the old production server. How do we kind of sync up those changes? So for that scenario, we actually have a specific unique feature that we call server sync. Uh, To your point, you'll have a few days perhaps of stale data or net new data that's been happening on the old workloads that have still been running. With Platespin Migrate, basically what you would do as a user, as an administrator, as a project owner, is simply set a cutover date at which point we would sync up all of the net new change data to ensure that the new workloads are up to date and ready to go. 
and then subsequently cut over so that from a user perspective, an end user perspective, there really would be almost no change. Yeah, and the nice thing is we've got people working on the production server all week long. It's not like they're not able to do their work and do their jobs, which is a huge advantage. That's correct. So by staging our migrations, having testing, and having that ability to sync or uh, leverage server sync to ensure uh, currency of all of your data, we give you not only confidence that the, the project will go as planned and the workloads will work uh, correctly, but from a user perspective, it really minimizes the total amount of downtime to virtually nothing. Now, that kind of gives us a good overview of what Migrate does. We've had you in the studio before, but we haven't talked to you in the past two versions. So can you give me a quick rundown of what exactly is in 9.0 and in 9.1 that's really going to benefit customers? Yeah, in 9.0, Aaron, uh, what we introduced was uh, really some significant upgrades to our Linux support so that from a user perspective or from an administrator perspective, we're really breaking down the silos of management tools that people would have to use for a Windows environment versus a Linux environment really giving users a, a universal product to be able to migrate any of their Windows as well as any of their Linux workloads as the need arises. We also introduced some more uh, current support for the latest and greatest of not only hardware platforms that are out there, but some of the newer uh, virtual platforms as well. In our most recent release of 9.1, we're introducing some user-figurable bandwidth throttling and compression capabilities to, again, put the minimum strain, if you will, on our users' existing environments. We recognize that the network tends to be the biggest bottleneck when uh, you're talking about migrating data, uh, whether for the purposes of a, a migration or, or anything else. So we've introduced user-configurable uh, network tuning with bandwidth throttling and compression. And we've also uh, finally introduced support for Novell OES 2 as a platform that we're able to migrate now. Uh, so all the uh, benefits of virtualization, which in some ways have been locked out of our loyal Novell customers over the, the many few years, running workloads on OES2. They can also uh, now with PlateSpin Migrate migrate those existing workloads, migrate those workhorse workloads and move them into virtualization with our product now as well. So when you say Linux, what distributions are we supporting? As the marketing guy, I like to say we support all of the major commercial distributions. So that would be uh, Red Hat, uh, obviously the SUSE Linux platform from Novell, as well as uh, some of the comparable Linux distributions from Oracle as well. Jason, thanks for taking the time to sit down and talk to Ron and I about Platespin Migrate 9.1. Yeah, anytime. Thank you to you, too. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell, Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.